Thank you for tuning in to She's Always Right and He's Never Wrong, a witty take on today's issues between what often sounds like an old married couple, but we're actually two psychologists who will hash it out day in and day out, looking at today's relationships, politics, and everything in between. Thank you again for tuning in to She's Always Right and He's Never Wrong. The doctors are in. Let's begin. Thank you for joining us for She's Always Right and He's Never Wrong. The Doctors Are In, a podcast. My name is Dr. Sabrina Khan, and you are Dr. Tom Bakui Bailey, affectionately known to me as Bilal. And we are two Black psychologists who will be discussing everything from politics to relationships and everything in between. Thank you for listening. Take it away, Bilal. All right, Sabrina. Here we go. This is the final part of our three-part series on relationships beyond monogamy. And today we're talking about polygamy. So let's bring it on. (laughs) Shout out to the folks that are living in polygamous relationships at present. Don't let the police find you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. (laughs) So I thought it was important for us, particularly as we have covered open relationships and we moved on to polyamory and we're finishing up with polygamy. I think many times people think of polygamy as kind of the all encompassing method to being in a relationship with more than just one one other person. But really, polygamy has its own distinct um, approach. And that really is or what separates it from polyamory and open relationships is that polygamy is really the term that describes a marriage. Mm -hmm. So that's typically a legally binding agreement between at least three people. So when we say three people, it's your standard two people in a marriage plus one at least. But I think polygamy illegal in the U.S., by the way. I mean, in some states, Utah, you can uh, hard. Well, so we'll talk about that. Okay, so (laughs) this is why people need to be educated. I mean, educated, (laughs) excuse me, about what it really means, particularly those folks that um, are interested in participating. And really, there is a, a slow growing trend towards polygamy in this country. So we'll talk about it a little bit and who's doing it. And if you're interested, who you should call and not <laughs> Ghostbusters. Okay, I'm dating myself. But anyway, well, no. <laughs> um, but really, um, I think that the piece to point out or start with is that monogamy, which is typically the standard approach to marriage um, in the U.S. and really Europe, um, is one aspect, but polygamy is really, again, beyond that. And that's with at least three people. And polygamy is more commonly found in other parts of the world, and particularly the Middle East, um, in some parts of Africa, and in some parts of Southeast Asia. Um, however, according to Pew Research, only about 2% of the entire population live in polygamous households. So really, if we're thinking about polygamy, as you shouted out in the beginning multiple times, that it's not exactly legal. 
So what does that really mean? (laughs) It's oftentimes fiercely debated, in fact, particularly in this country or in Western society as we know it, um, because really outside of a couple of groups in the U.S., polygamy is really frowned upon. Again, it's illegal in all 50 states. Um, However, in particularly in the state of Utah, because of some uh, uh, lobbying and things of that such by polygamous households there, it has been reduced from a felony, which is what it had been down to really a misdemeanor or even has been associated to something as simple as a traffic ticket. Mm -hmm. So when you hear that, I mean, is that much of a deterrent from polygamous from polygamy? Excuse me. These people moved straight to Utah. Well, yeah, basically. So shout out to the folks that um, are now have a television show that's really highlighted this lifestyle called Sister Wives, um, which is a television show where the gentleman is married to. I think he has. I'm not shouting out that show. Okay. I'm not shouting out that show. Well, he's married they, to, I think. They're all crazy. They're well, all crazy five or six people. Let's be clear. <laughs> somebody did leave him last year. Now, that's the she was the first wife, too, which typically is the power seat in the polygamous she relationship. She knew. Yeah, well, I mean, after that 25 some, years, some. so obviously it didn't get old that fast. But, <laughs> you know, but the others, um, you know, he has, I can't, I don't, I don't even know how many children the gentleman has, but. Really, um, the idea behind polygamy, um, particularly in the sect of people that tend, we send to, uh, I can't talk, sorry, um, that we tend to see it um, more regularly with in the U.S. is the Mormon church um, is one aspect. And then also the Muslim population, particularly out of uh, the city of Philadelphia, which we'll talk about in a moment. We even have really? a story from that yeah, group. Interesting. Yes. I would say yes. though, and we said this on our part one in yes. terms of the polygamy law mm-hmm. in Utah, mm-hmm. it's knowingly entering into when somebody is found to knowingly, you know, be in this polygamous relationship versus somebody kind of defrauding someone. Cause I think the defrauding attempt is still a felony in Utah. So I think yes. it's when people know, all parties know, then that's when it's the, the misdemeanor. It's when no, we're not talking def- about what your family used to do back in the day when aunt <laughs> such and such got married and then she left her husband and moved to a different state and married somebody else. Right, right, right. We're not that, talking that, about that. Yeah, that that is, that's not- I'm sorry, does somebody bring up my family? Okay, well, what <laughs> I'll say is that, you know, no, right, that's not right. polygamy, but- so, But really, I think you do make a uh, I'm glad you raised that point that it, you know, polygamy is everybody knows what's going on. Everybody has agreed to this. It primarily is found in heterosexual relationships where and it almost always is one man and multiple wives is where you see it mostly. I'm not saying that it can't be done differently and particularly by definition, it can be done any way you want, as long as you're married. But really, for the most part, especially in the U.S., that's we see it with one man and multiple wives and also in the Middle East and Africa. That's primarily the practice that you see. Mm -hmm. Um, What I will say is for the people that argue against it outside of you, Bilal, and many others. Now, I'm not saying I'm supporting polygamy, but what I'm just saying saying is I'm arguing against it. (laughs) I'm sorry. Arguing. Yeah. Against polygamy. Right. I never said so, that. Oh, okay. I never said that. Well, okay, I said well, polyamory. 
Okay. I argue right. against polyamory. Well, mostly whatever you say doesn't make a lot of sense. So, you know, I'm usually checked out and not listening at that point. But what I will say is Petty. that Petty. <laughs> is that one of the arguments that really makes this argument, you know, is that polygamy is seen as exploitative <laughs> and often founded upon the mistaken belief that's mistaken belief that women are inherently less worthy than men and that those who promote polygamy tend to be most likely to benefit from this, from perpetuating this said belief. So basically one of the arguments made is that, you know, this is a controlling situation for women. They don't have the benefit. There is this kind of inherent belief that somehow somebody's being duped in the arrangement. Like mm-hmm. these women don't know better. You know, they're desperate. They're, you know, hungry, whatever it is. But really, um, you know, polygamy is this is not a new concept. It's, you know, been going it's been around for hundreds of hundreds of years. You've seen the practice in various religions, like I said, primarily in the Mormon church in the U.S., but also it's been really heavily practiced um, in the religion of Islam. And that's what I want to talk to you a little bit about it. Um, But one thing I will say is that outside of the United States and Europe, it has been found to be legal in many other parts of the world. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you're really, really interested, then you probably should move. to other parts of the world where it's legal, where you don't have people chasing you around for a traffic ticket or, yeah. you know, if you do. But then somebody. you got to deal with some whole other issues, though. So, I don't well, know well, yeah, there is. That. <laughs> um, but what's interesting is that this whole reduction to a misdemeanor from a felony did not happen in the state of Utah. I just wanted to say until February of 2020. So right, right. we're talking about this just happened. Um right. However, um, you know, it's been the fighting and the arguing about it has been going on for many, many years. One thing I did want to point out is that um, the that even though it may be illegal in some states and obviously in some countries, it's often still practice. So these are relationships that often fly under the radar you know, people don't necessarily publicize that they're in these relationships. Right, right. Um, they don't. They don't, may not get a marriage license. Exactly. They may just have like a a union well, if it's ceremony. Illegal, you can get a license. That's what I'm saying. So right. that's how they that's how they slip them by, right? So they'll just yeah. say they may be married to one person, and then they'll have a commitment or union ceremony ceremony exactly right, right right exactly very much i think a civil ceremony like what you see um well what you saw a lot before um gay marriage was legal in this mm-hmm. country you saw a lot of civil ceremonies or you know really like you said commitment um unions or commitment ceremonies so that's basically what it is what i thought was also interesting is that in other countries um they're sometimes labeled the amount of wives that you can have Mm-hmm. Um, so every country doesn't necessarily, it seems like the number four is a bit of a standard practice that, um, polygamy is acceptable and legal in many countries up to four wives. I'm not sure why the fifth wife would become problematic, but, <laughs> or the seventh wife, I'm not sure, but somehow four wives seems to be it's the, too much, too much at that the point. standard four, five is too much. Right. Too I guess. Much. Yes, exactly. Somehow that I don't know if that makes the man have a heart attack or what. I don't know. But <laughs> what I'll say is 
that that seems to be from what I can see from the data that it um, that beyond four wives is is basically what under the legal practices of polygamy, that seems to be the limit. Um, So what I really wanted to talk about is particularly, you know, what we like to do on this show is talk about how this impacts people of color or in particularly black people. So I thought it was interesting um, that NPR did a study or did an article on Philly's black Muslim population increasingly turning to polygamy. Mm. So dun, 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 shout out to our, to the Germantown neighborhood in Philly, that is oh, it's in Germantown. Okay, yeah, okay. It's, uh, Get down primarily. Germantown. Well, it's also South Philly too, that has a large um, Islamic population, um, where you see polygamy being practiced. But I'll tell you that um, it really is growing in numbers, um, particularly in Philadelphia, where you have really, I think, the second largest Orthodox Black Muslim community in the country. Um, so it's really interesting. I think, you know, with both of us having lived there in Philadelphia, in particular, me working in that community, um, and really, honestly, particularly me working in that community. First of all, I I worked when I lived in Philadelphia, worked in the ILA. First of all, working at the grocery store does not count. (laughs) But what we're talking about. Work is is work. (laughs) Work is work. Don't hate on work. Don't hate over. Thinking about people that work. So my practice sat literally right in the middle of the black Muslim community of Germantown. So my point is, is that I observed and witnessed a lot of these polygamous relationships and actually, you know, had a few clients that were interviewing for those kind of relationships. Interesting. Um, So I thought it was kind of interesting. So I wanted to just tell you a quick story real quick, if we don't mind, because apparently um, Zaki and Mecca didn't mind since they shared it with NPR. So we'll just oh, go okay. ahead and, and, and talk about their story real quick. But this is pretty common. Um, so they've been married for 12 years. They're in their late 20s and they live in the Philadelphia suburbs. But they do have a five year old son, one together, and they have a real estate business. Well, what also is occurring is that they're looking for a second wife. So two years ago, Mecca told her husband that she wanted to study Arabic in the Middle East, which means that she'd be away from home a lot. Well, with that, the first thing that came to mind for this Mecca was that she needed to find her husband another wife. I'm doing a bit of paraphrasing here because we don't want to read this too long. But what's interesting is that her husband, Zaki, was game. And the reason he was game is that he was raised in a polygamous home in Philadelphia. So now we're talking about the second generation of polygamy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And like many Black Muslims, his father subscribed to an orthodox view of Islam that allows men to marry several several women. And I think it's important to acknowledge, you know, within the the religious um, sect, I mean, within the religion of Islam, there are several sets. So Mm -hmm. we're really speaking to this very specific orthodox um, sect. Um, So anyway, because he had been born in that set, it was not uncommon or unusual to consider polygamy. Um, So one of the things he said was that, you know, he loved having so many siblings. He had seven siblings and he also had four mothers. And he said he particularly liked dinner time because I guess each mother could cook in a different way. So he was able to get a variety. It's like, I guess, living in a restaurant. You got all these different people to cook. Now, that's Sabrina adding color to the story. But basically, that's what he talked about. And he laughed. But 
you know, considering that his wife was raised by a single mother and she converted from traditional Christian Southern Baptist to Muslim when she was 16, she, the one, I think what was important to realize is that people always make the assumption that the man wants it and that he does the search, he picks the woman. Well, in their story, it was very different. Actually, he asked her to conduct the search. So she took it and ran with it. And she actually launched a nationwide search to find candidates to be the second wife. Um, And she said she, what was important is that she needed this woman to be the right fit, not only for her husband, but for the whole family. And the reason for that is this is somebody obviously that she has to get along with as well. And that it has to be integrated, because if you think about what happens in polygamy, there's shared responsibilities around the rearing of the children, around cooking and household activities. Now, one thing that I thought was interesting is that in some households, you have um, the wives all live in the same house with the man or they live separately. In this case, this woman did live separately, but they had a lot of activities together and the man is in rotation. So he spent several nights a week, almost like a custody arrangement (laughs) where they had several nights a week. He's at one wife's house and then he would, you know, go and stay several nights a week at another's house, but they would have these kind of unified outings that they would do together. And apparently Mm -hmm. that included family date night. That's when He would go out with all the wives. And I guess maybe there was separate events where he would go out with one particular wife. But anyway, Bilal, that I thought that was such an interesting story because I think it kind of opened my eyes and broadened my mind to I'm thinking somebody's chained in the basement and has to do it. Oh, my gosh. But, (laughs) But obviously, you know, there's I mean, I think what you opened the discussion with, there's an openness and an honestness about this perspective. So, so I think that brings me to the question. I mean, what do you think about all of this, Bilal? Is, is polygamy, I mean, are we being too strict now as an America, you know, should we consider it? Should we be more open? You know? So, okay. Here's how I'm going to start it. Okay. (laughs) Um, Get ready for the foolishness, ladies, (laughs) but go ahead. And marriage, marriage, is is don't be saying that old concept between two people go ahead no 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 no. (laughs) what i'm saying here's what i'm saying here's what i'm saying so i'll start off by saying polygamy to me is different than polyamory okay for yes people if it were legal in this country Mm -hmm. being in polygamous marriage or polygamous marriage and i'm telling you why okay okay so in other countries now, now, granted, you know, t- just what we we're saying, I think it, it has to be it has to be a. Um, it, it has to be a, a equitable experience, right? It, it has mm-hmm. to be, you know. It, it, it just can't be where somebody is, you know, just what you said, you were joking, but like somebody changed the basement. It can't be that somebody is using somebody else and that's why they're in the relationship so i'm not Mm -hmm. saying that but here's what i think about marriage though Mm -hmm. well there's love in relationships but in in this country and in many countries marriage is a business yeah right it's a absolutely business Mm -hmm. so so 
so I think that people don't want, in some ways, it's kind of weird. Like they don't want people to practice polygamy because people say it's re- some, some, some people say religiously it's wrong. Others mm-hmm. may say morally it's wrong, but I really think, I mean, even, even that type of relationship is looked down upon where he's really married to one person in that example you gave. And it's a second wife, but they're not mm-hmm. really married. They have like a civil union. Yes. But really a state wants everybody to get married as many individual times as they happen, because now you got to pay, you got to go to court, you got to pay for your marriage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a business, but the part he's talking about and the, the, those two, the the couple Mm -hmm. is they're actually talking about the survival of this family unit. Okay. I got to go away. I need somebody to take care of the family. So it's a very different feel. I'm not saying this for me. I wouldn't engage in a polygamous marriage. Mm-hmm. I, I just that's not for me. Mm-hmm. But I see that more than polyamory. I can't see two people loving. I mean, one person loving multiple people. I just I still can't. So you don't think right that now. the the that this man nah, doesn't love nah, all his wives? Nah. No, I'm well. I, again, I don't believe in polyamory. I don't, I don't think it's real. But <laughs> so I mean, what I'm saying though is polygamy is is a different thing you could be in love with one person people you people love people but being in love so yeah. you could be in love with with you know wife a maybe wife b you really like a lot you could be in love with her too nah, wife c is probably just some great sex that's wife c and well then, wife c might cook and do the laundry like no other that's wife d Right there. Yeah. Right. Or mm-hmm. husband A, husband B, husband C, you know, husband D, blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, whatever the case may be. All I'm, oh, saying I'm down is, for the multiple husbands, but go ahead. <laughs> mm-hmm. Are you really, though? Are you really, though? I may mean, know, but it sounds good. I like the thought of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting. So something just to to solidify your point which I think this is a piece I hadn't really thought about. So this brother, as he's describing it, he says he thinks it's good for society, especially in the inner city. And he said, because intact families are rare and many kids grow up without their fathers. He says, so there's a lot of blessings in it because you help legitimize and build a family that's rooted in values and commitment. And the children that come out of these types of relationships only become a benefit to society. So one of the things that I think about that aspect is that you have someone who's basically agreed. Well, it's different because these are obviously all of his children. Right, right. But I guess you don't have the technical disjointedness that occurs when a relationship ends and you have children in the fallout where if if the relationship is still intact, I mean, no, no, no. Okay. he's, he's wow. incorrect. All right. So let, me, <laughs> let me go back to what you were saying. You said this is about 2% worldwide in terms yeah. of relationships. Okay. I mean, so, that's quite a bit. We have a no, large population. 2% no, of the world. No, no. What's the total um, world population? Blah. Like 8 20? billion people. Right. 8 billion. So 2% of that, that's quite a bit. That's about like a million people, a million couples. Yeah, that's a lot. Of polyamorous, no, no. I mean, oh, see, I'm getting mixed up. <laughs> a polygamous, polygamy. Okay, but okay, but I'm going to talk about what he said. Right, okay. I know it sounds like I'm not for it. I'm just saying, 
I really I'm for it. Yeah. I, no, 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 no. Oh, if somebody wants to do it, just don't give me BS and 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 why you're doing it. Okay, let right. me say this. I'd like to stand up and say I want to do a BS act, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but look, look. You went to the show that I ain't gonna shout out with the right. white dude, with the white guy, right? And you, right, sister wives. Okay, right. sister wives. Thank you, sister. Okay, yes. so he had four, four wives, I think, at least four or five. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it didn't work out with his the, the first wife. The first wife. So he is. They got divorced, right? That's what you said. Yeah. They they ended their. Well, relationship. they're in the process. Yeah, uh-huh. she's left it. Okay, I don't think they've so, been divorced. Yet. So let's listen to this they're they're getting separated they still now have to deal with having children and being separated yeah so it's not like polygamy solves relationship problems no right so, so mm-hmm. that's what i'm saying so the brother's comment about broken family i don't say broken but like separated out families where biological parents aren't living in the same home with their shared child right, right? Mm-hmm. I, that's still going to be an issue. Like that's something totally different. That's right. that's a relationship piece. That's mm-hmm. not uh being in a polygamous marriage, right? Right. Well, he had so, four wives, by the way, and eighteen children. But go ahead. Okay. All I'm saying though is polygamy isn't going to resolve marriage conflict. No. Right. All I'm just saying is I could see the utility the the you um the utility of being in a polygamous relationship because people can serve different roles yeah right there there's mm-hmm. it, it can have a function right because if there's like okay this this mom or or dad isn't works in the home and they take care of the kids so now there's a less concern about childcare or what's happening after school to pick up kids like right. that. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Or somebody does, you know, this mom is saying, Hey, I'm going to continue my education. And then somebody else to help pick up and make sure that the house is still running and functioning. That makes mm-hmm. sense. That makes sense mm-hmm. to me. So there's this functional component of polygamy that for me makes sense. I accept that that part. I accept. Uh-huh. I don't think it's going to resolve relationship problems. That's that's for me. I don't think it's going to resolve relationship problems. You have relationship but isn't, problems. But isn't that a gamble anyway, Bilal? Of course. It, between of course. two people, between six people. It's always, it it's always is. That's right. But, so I have another that's question. That's what that dude was arguing. That's all. Yes. He, I'm just saying he was wrong. Well, so I'm here's right. my, my next question for you, Bilal, which is. Yeah, bring it what's on. A, bring it what's on. the difference between polygamy and communal living? Okay, okay. But communal living, though, you're not in a relationship with like five different people. I mean, outside of the relationship, but what you just talked about, people having different functions, to me, that sounds like communal living. But I, outside of your sleeping living. I don't, I don't have no problem with communal living. I, but I I'm just say saying that two months ago, like me, communal living sucks. Like, no, nah, but I'm, bring but it I'm on. thinking of, to me, polygamy. I, the only difference that I see polygamy serves is the sexual piece outside of what, to me, what communal living served, what three generations in a household served, you know, the way we used to live with several different fam- pieces of a family unit in a home right, right. when you had auntie and grandma and mama and daddy and cousin shout all out, living together. Shout out. 
to, you to know, communities, people holding right. up their families. That, yeah, right. That community living to me, the only thing to me that separates polygamy is that I think polygamy is an attempt to solve um, cheating in relationships. That's how I see uh-huh. it. No, why? Why? No, no. Because no. my thing is, you want to be able to sleep around and not be in trouble for it. I just—that's how I see it. And maybe that's but you're okay with polyamory. No, because I think that solves the same problem. You just said in the, in the other episode. I did not poly- say I was okay with it. I, I said, said I was not down for somebody it. Check tape, somebody check tape. Somebody check tape, please. Somebody check tape. Somebody you check don't have tape. no receipts. But what I'll say is that. <laughs> I just said people should be able to do what they want to do. But my thing is, <laughs> I'm not down for it. But even in the whole, I think the only thing that's appealing about polygamy, maybe over a polyamory, is that if polygamy were legal, I see it as more of a benefit because I think the legality of marriage, I mean, that's what many the gay community fought for because you do, there are benefits according to the state for being married. If someone oh, dies, yes, yes, they're a state, benefits, you can get right? on people's benefits. You can, you know, there are other right. things that come with, um, you know, the aspect of the legality of the relationship. But to me, if in a polygamous situation, wife number one is the only one that gets the benefit because two through seven or however many, they're not legally able to access your estate in the same way, unless we made it, legal in this country right 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 no no so i think we're there's a, there's some stuff you're saying there's some bs <laughs> and then there's some stuff you're saying that makes sense that makes sense right, right. so right okay well according all, to the quran you can do it shout out to the, quran, the holy okay. book oh, that says a man oh. can carry uh can marry women of your choice look here's that four number again two three four and if you fear you cannot be just, then marry one. But what I find that's interesting the, the about, Quran says that, about yes, that. that's what okay. the Quran says. But what okay. I will say also that I think is important, particularly with um, polygamy in, in the Islamic faith, is that which we haven't talked about is that a man cannot take on multiple wives unless he's able to provide for them. Okay. So this is not. You know, you decided to sign up with Shirley, Susie, Rashida and Laquita <laughs> because all of them look nice and you can't figure out who you want. So you're going to marry all of them okay, all right. and you don't have any money. And there's right, let me stop your nonsense. Let me stop your nonsense. Let me stop your nonsense. <laughs> I'm okay, just saying. I, no, stop that. this nonsense. Okay. Here's the issue with polygamy in this country and why it's not legal. Right. And I think I think it's a larger conversation, but I'll, mm-hmm. I'll connect it to marriage mm-hmm. for t- for today. Okay, it is that we never really had or have separation of church and state. Okay, because if we truly had separation of church and state, you'd let people marry how many people they want to marry, just let them do it, right? Right. But we're we only marry one person. Because of people's religious beliefs. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Like it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People get married at the courthouse, but marriage is so much rooted in and you pay your fee to the state. But yeah. marriage is so much rooted in religion. Right. right. You're swearing. Well, that's where the concept came in. It yeah. did. But mm-hmm. but I, I say it to say if, if it were really just polygamy. The state should let people do it. But right. it's polygamy shrouded in religion. 
And right. then, so that's something totally different. So I, I don't mind people getting people could I don't care if people could if a man or a woman or or multiple men, multiple women, if they could manage the household and they could all support each other. I don't care. Man, I have 10, 10 husbands, 10 wives. I don't care. That don't bother me. But it's worked in other places. That's what I don't understand. It it yeah, it does work. But you talking about okay, here's what you're talking about. It's gonna keep <laughs> somebody from cheating. <laughs> well, I think no, I think that that's a part of why it got started. No way. I don't think so. I think so. Well, I mean, well, actually, no, that's not true. Let me take that back. That's not why it got started. It got started because of the shortages of as men were going off to battle. The men that stayed behind needed to be able to take care of the community and all of that. That's kind of what I don't know why I got started. No, no, that's how why it got started. But I think you're just making it up. No, I did not make it up. That is a historical reference that, that I will come back to you and provide. But that like is a it. part of it. Get everybody, get everybody hear that? A yes, historical I'll come back to you and provide. That yes. I will come back to you to provide. <laughs> well, like a year and a half from my, now. No, I have my notes, <laughs> but I just have to find it. So, but what I will say is that um, at the Maybe end of the not day. not somebody from cheating. No. Well, I mean, I just. I just don't understand what the benefit is. I mean, is that you, you just have said it, like communal living? You just said it. Well, yeah, but you don't have to marry somebody to communally live with someone. I know, I know, but some people think they love multiple more than one person, which I think is which I think is the B. Well, see, that's, that's just because your heart is not big enough. I have a lot of love. To give. <laughs> you said that but... before. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to say I'm in love. With this person, and I'm in love with this other person at the same time. That's some BS. Well, that don't make sense. I, no, it does. But what I will say is that at the end of the day, polygamy Uh-oh, is here, here to stay. <laughs> it's here to stay. It's not going anywhere, whether they fly under the radar or they are able to do it legally. But my question is, how do you explain the growth that's happening in the black community? Particularly, we, you know, we referenced this one group, which are the, you know, Orthodox, Orthodox Muslims. Set the, but there's yeah, also, right, right. I think, other groups of um, particularly some of your Pan-African um, people here in this country that have been supporting in support of polygamy. And some of it is a spinoff of, you know, the attempting to practice cultures from other places in the world. And people wanting to replicate that practice here in the U.S. So how do you explain the growth and development? I mean, there, there are tons of websites you can find people that, to participate. And I mean, now, particularly with reality TV, you have people covering these people's attempts to, to live this out publicly. Right, right. No, so, okay. Again, I, I think I think one... There, there Meanwhile, I'm looking for the reference, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you look for reference. But I think we have to, for me, when I think about mm-hmm. this, I, I think there has to be a separation between uh, religion and the state. Now, mm-hmm. for some people, though, there's somebody who wants to hear this thing and say, no, nah, man, my, my religion says I should get married. So mm-hmm. my my marriage is rooted in my religion. Okay, that's mm-hmm. good for you. I ain't going to mm-hmm. hate on you. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying, though, is you know, just like polyamory pushed us to think and pushes me to mm-hmm. think that there's a different way that we define being in love and loving relationships. I do think that although polygamy is 
is is an old practice. Mm-hmm. I do think it is pushing people now, current time, to think about relationships in in a different way. I mean, I think our society has moved so fast that for many people, a traditional monogamous marriage just doesn't work for them anymore. Mm-hmm. And so, so do I do, do I do think people look for for different ways to engage in that to be able to cheat and not get in trouble for it. do the cheat because you could be married to two people and then you out somewhere else and then you still cheat or you don't cheat. Like I don't think that has well, anything with that. Nah, I'll keep going. I'll let so you you're finish. so you're telling me that people <laughs> go into polygamous relationships just so they can justify their cheat. They can legally make their cheat. Well, especially if they keep going back to the same person, why not be with them full time and not get in trouble for it? <laughs> God, I, I, I mean, I that's that probably it's That'll probably pretty short sighted. And I'm not to be at all disrespectful to the people that are living this way. But I do wonder, though, that it's connected to communal living. Community. I mean, right. But I mean, and I think it, it works when you live in a community, you're able to share resources and all of that exactly. and get your side piece, too, in one place. <laughs> I just think it, it works. <laughs> I think people are happier when they don't have to go out to get their side piece. They're in the next room or I don't think it has anything to do with the side piece. Well, how do you explain in the 40s and 50s people that had a whole other families on the same street? So, <laughs> to me, that was polygamy. It just okay. because but people knew their place. They knew what to say. Everybody knew that Mr. Johnny had six kids down the street with Miss Susie. No, no, no. Okay. And but go back to. Nope, nope, nope. But listen, what did you talk but about? We knew that Miss Jane earlier? was the first wife and she got everything. But Miss Jane did not appreciate it. She just didn't. She looked the other way, it. though. She looked, yeah. she looked the other way. But OK. And so she got all her bills it. paid and all his money in the pension. No, 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 no she didn't. She but go didn't. ahead. But she didn't share it with Miss Susie. No, no. But but <laughs> here's the piece I'm going to say, though. though. That type of behavior of a dude having a second family down the street or in some mm-hmm. other town or whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. I really think that's connected to I think that is connected to the objectification of women. That's what mm-hmm. I think. I think that that's the misogyny. And the objectification of women in that regard. Mm-hmm. And and I'm not I'm not trying to like make myself sound better and mm-hmm. saying it in that way. I just think that the objectification and the misogyny, particularly if we go back now, it, it looks a little bit different. Mm-hmm. But if we go back, as you're saying, the 40s, the 50s, 60s, really not until the 70s, how many women were working? That really changed with World War II at least in the yeah. United States, right? Yes. Because then uh-huh. women start, and we really talk about white women, but yes. women started to go into- I want to say all the to, black women I know was working before that. Yeah, okay. yeah, black women working. A lot they were of domestics. They were domestics. That. That's exactly right. That's exactly mm-hmm. right. They may have had more steady jobs than their black husbands back in the mm-hmm. day because if they were farmers or mm-hmm. if they, you know, just various reasons why they couldn't go into domestic works themselves. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Um, but I do think, that outside of I still think though people were able to do that then because there were there were little rights that women had during that time right mm-hmm. the, I mean if a woman couldn't serve on a jury if if we didn't have women judges 
to the mm-hmm. for the most part. We didn't have women lawyers. We didn't have women lawmakers, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, women didn't get the right to vote till white women till really 1920, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then women of color after that, not really mm-hmm. until um, um, the the Voting Rights Act being passed that we really saw that. I just say all to say I'm, I'm getting too wrapped up. All I'm just saying, though, is women's rights were limited. And so they had little recourse when a man did that. So it yeah. didn't happen by choice. Polygamy okay. is actually saying they're doing it by choice. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. So, so that's what I'm saying. All that back in the day stuff, we could say, yeah, Mr. James was down there and he had his family. But, you know, Miss Linda didn't like that. Mm-hmm. But she had little, you know, a little recourse to to do something about it. Yeah. That's what but I, I I also think that the argument that's been made in the past was around this belief shortage of men. So be it in whatever country based on men being gone to war, men falling ill, whatever it was. um, The idea was that polygamy was a way to solve the shortage of men. You had women with children, whatever, or maybe women who had children with this man already, who knows, but Basically, the thought was that the men that were left behind could solve this problem of caring for these women who were unattached by marrying them and becoming responsible for them and taking care of them. Now, what's interesting is that um, one of the points that was made in the same um, article published in NPR, particularly about that Philly um, Muslim population, was that um, This one brother cites that he said it may seem like it's a man's paradise, but oftentimes it's an unmarried woman that initiates the interest um, in polygamy. And the thinking, particularly in the Islamic faith, is that um, a woman may be interested in a man, but he's off limits because he's married in traditional society. But in Islam, the thinking is, well, if he only has one wife, then unless he has four wives, then it's, you know, he's considered available. So in this case, this is how the brother met his second wife was basically a single woman approached him about becoming, um, you know, his second wife. And even though um, everybody ideally wants to be that first wife, because apparently the other piece that I forgot to add is that the first wife is in the power seat. She kind of controls the selection process. She gets the most benefits. Well, and let's be honest, she's typically the one with the legal marriage. Mm -hmm. And the others, like I said, are not. So, you know, and everybody wants to be that first wife. However, you know, that seat is not available, but for one. So but she does get to select whoever the next wife is or if their wives thereafter. She gets to decide. Now, one thing that is written into um, Islamic faith is that if the wife does not want other wives, she can veto it technically. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so here's what I'll say, too. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. I actually I don't think it's a paradise as much as I'll say to each his own. If people want to be that and if it were legal, I would say do it for them. But it isn't a paradise because. You have to deal with in a marriage the emotional aspects of relationships with now multiple people. Yeah. So, so 
whatever your stresses and strains are, are going to replicate itself in all these relationships. I think same thing for a woman or same sex relationships. You know, I think, I think it's, it's, to me, it's more challenging, Mm -hmm. right? Like you are dealing with this emotional connection with, with people all the time. Then if you're married to multiple people, like, Mm -hmm. like I'd be stressed out. I'd be stressed out every day, every Mm -hmm. day, because you're dealing with the emotionality for this person. You have to learn the emotionality for this other person. You have to learn, you know, what, and there's a rhythm, right? Mm-hmm. And and most of us have challenges doing that with just one other person. Mm-hmm. So now try and do that with two or three people. I think that's a challenge. So I, I know I, I say, and I've said, somebody wants to do it, let them do it. I just, I just couldn't do something like that because I'm like, that emotional pull with one person is a lot. Emotional pull with three people. Whew. So I think you it leaves me with kind of the final question for this discussion is, and is this, do you think or believe that this is sustainable long-term? Kind of the same questions that we went over in open right, relationships right. and polyamory. Actually, I think monogamy, if everybody knows their role and plays their role is more sustainable than from this is my perspective mm-hmm. more sustainable than polyamory or, po- or polygamy polygamy is more sustainable than polyamory is what i'm long term okay long-term. okay long-term okay now open relationships no i don't i don't think open relationships have have a, a long-term lasting power mm-hmm. because it, it is not equal. Even if even if all people enter into it knowingly, I don't think there's an equal experience because in an open relationship, either you either you just might as well just be dating and everybody, both people just say we just date whoever, whoever mm-hmm. in an open relationship. Somebody doesn't have the power in that dynamic, that side yeah. piece. And once the side piece catches feelings. Right. And then the other person's like, it's not, no, 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 no. You just that side piece. You right. just that side piece. So to me, that's not sustainable. But yeah. if polygamy were legal and yes. is outside the U.S., I actually think that is more sustainable because mm-hmm. like you said earlier, communal living. Yes, I agree with that. I do think that out of the three, polygamy is probably the most sustainable. And honestly, even though you don't have it, it's not legal in the U.S., you know, people do lots of things that are not legal in the U.S. and they seem to survive. So I think, you know, people are flying under the radar. Right, you know, right. if you're getting, you know, busted and you get a traffic ticket now in some places, I mean, the ramifications of the of the lifestyle, I think, are not significant enough to deter people from doing it anymore. Oh, so no, I, no. I, I think maybe we'll probably start to see more of an increase. And honestly, I do think it's more sustainable. Now, as far as the same level of investment, I think there is that natural power that comes with the person in the power seat. That first person, I think that they have the greatest benefit because they typically have been with that person the longest. They know them the best. You know, you just I mean, like anything, you're going to be 
more seasoned at being with this person. If you've been with that person 10 years and then you take on a second or a third or a fourth wife and they come along at year three of marriage, year seven of marriage, you know, just the, the, um, I think that person probably can adjust and adapt. And if they're invested and involved in the selection process, And again, my guess is if I were to imagine myself as a first wife looking for a second and third, see, I'm going to look for the wives that do the stuff I don't like to do. So (laughs) I'm going to find me a laundry wife. I'm going to find me a wife. I need to taste her food first. I'm going to find me a wife that wants to maybe do all of those things in the bedroom that maybe I'm not interested in. I'm going to look for. Let let me go there, though. Let me go there before. I know you want to wrap us up. I know you want to wrap us up. I know you want to wrap us up. But I actually do want to go there. Yeah. Start thinking about these polygamous marriages. Mm-hmm. Okay. How would you feel if if you were in a polygamous marriage in terms of and it's both sides? How would yeah. you feel if you had multiple husbands and you're now having sex with multiple husbands? Or if you're on the side where you had one husband. And you are one of multiple wives. Well, now, if all of my husbands look like Idris Elba <laughs> and Morris Chestnut. Now, okay, if I had sure, that grouping, sure. then I would be fine with multiple husbands. Now, you, if I was a okay second. Oh, sure. If I have Idris and Morris Chestnut, if they're available and want to be my first, second and third husband, <laughs> you know, yes. But, you know, honestly, I think when I imagine the the second or being a second or third wife, I think it depends on what station of life that I'm in. If I am older and I am, my sex drive has lowered and I don't necessarily want to perform in the same way that maybe I do now, then it might work for me because I have someone to give him something maybe that I no longer want to give him. But I can't imagine being a second or a third or fourth wife in my 20s where my interest and investment in the relationship, I think, was very different. Um, I think, you know, his financial status would have to be significant because if I'm not getting your full time attention effort and energy, then I need to be able to shop for the time that I miss you. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, and, and I'll be honest with you. I mean, I, I, I'm being silly about it, but honestly, this lifestyle is just not for me. I don't like to share. I'm a one person kind of person and that just wouldn't work for me. And I just, the thought of, you know, I'm worried about people's, you know, sexual practices. Are you bringing home diseases? I mean, I don't know what you're doing. But you, at this point, they just it's. it's but I guess technically, just a three. It's just. A I three mean, people. technically, you hope it that everybody is is. But I just like think it's more. Yeah, except that it's more chances for people to lie when you bring in more people. So I don't know <laughs> if maybe you have somebody else. I don't know. I just it would have to be a really interesting. Like maybe he would have to have put something in my drink in order for me to be okay with it. I don't know, but. 
what I'll say is. No, don't lose your agency. Yeah, you want right, to know. You want to right. know. You know, shout out to the people that are able. I just can't really see it being sustainable. I mean, I joke about the Idris. Well, not about Idris, because that is my boo. But what <laughs> I will say, so Sabrina, when you want to get out the way and give Idris to me, I'm fine with it. Her name is Sabrina, his wife. But I keep, even though I did tell him he married the wrong Sabrina on his social media page. But what I will say is wow. that, um, and I am serious about that. But anyway, what I will say is that, um, you know, I just don't see it being something for me, but I do from the perspective of communal living, if you're okay with sharing someone's intimate space with multiple people, I think it works for that kind of person. But I also think that you have to be, there has to be, in my opinion, some level of detachment to do it in a healthy way, because I can't imagine being fully attached, knowing that there's four or five other people plugged into the same outlet as me. I just, yeah, I find yeah. that a little because to me, you know what for and, you know, I'm a woman of faith, Bilal. So I almost kind of see it like treating this man like he's a God. And because for God, multiple people can plug in. But God is big enough to sustain that man. Uh, uh-uh, You know, and I, <laughs> I haven't met a man yet probably that could give me the amount of attention that I would like. So I don't I just find that hard to believe for a man to be able to provide that level of time and attention and effort. And let's be clear, as men get older, even the sexual performance, I mean, how can you service this many women? I mean, unless you're on some pills or something, and then I worry about your heart and other stuff that happens as a result. I mean, as they get older, nature's relationship changes, you know, so. I mean, let's hope, but you know, you hear about some of these relationships and people are having children, you know, these men are in their eighties still producing children. So, well, you know, equipment still works. I mean, with some pills, I'm just worried about itself. I don't know, but I just worry about, about that. So that's really, I mean, I, I don't know how much we, how much more we can say about polygamy outside of, you know, U.S. government, maybe you should consider legalizing it. You know, who knows? I, I don't know how much of a benefit it'll be um, for those, but I imagine it would be nice for those that are experiencing this relationship to get the benefits, the full benefits, mm. um, especially if they're fully committed to the process. Yeah. So, but in the meantime, you know, and in between time, be open, be honest you know, share and be caring with one another and show love to all Bilal, even if you're in love with them. (laughs) (laughs) No, we'll end on that. Any final words for us? No, I appreciate what you were saying. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And I'm always right. Ah. And that's correct. (laughs) And just so you know, you're listening to she's always right. And he's never wrong. Thank you for listening. Until next time.